that'll take you around the world of sports and more. And before it's over, we'll leave you with a dad tip. Tonight, we're discussing what caught your eye, the NBA Conference Finals, which kitchen appliance reminds you of Deion Sanders, also diving into him becoming the head football coach at Jack State University, and also our week three pickums in the NFL. Uh, tonight, you got me, Cody, here. It's your boy, Poncho. Still no justice for Bianca Taylor King. Big dog, CJ, Big Daddy. That's how I do it. As always, Trail, checking in. All right, fellas. So, starting it off, in the world of soccer, Gio Reyna, 17-year-old U.S. men's national player, scored his first goal for um, Borussia Dortmund in a 3-0 win in the Bundesliga. Uh, Reyna is the son of Claudio Reyna, who's a former captain of the U.S. men's national team. So there's a lot of excitement around that young star. In the NWSL, which is the National Women's Soccer League, um, Sydney LaRue made her return to action for the Orlando Pride. She had been out over a year since uh, giving birth to her son. And so this was, it was a, a lot of excitement around seeing her return. Also, shout out to um, Brazilian star Marta. She's also... She's also a member of that team as well. Pancho. Uh, some things that caught my eye. Um, I start with today with the the ruling in the Breonna Taylor um, case as far as who gets indicted and who does it. Um, I, I kind of feel like they the setup was always coming. I mean, anytime that you publicly disclose a, a settlement amount of, of that magnitude, <clears throat> it's kind of something we we haven't seen because usually there's going to be all kind of um, disclosure sign where you can't talk about those type of things. But for that to happen, them shutting the city down, is kind of, you know, another slap in the face as far as um, justice really for anyone, but especially um, black and brown people that at the end of the day is, is kind of sad because, you know, we're going to say the walls had protection um, and they meant more based on the indictment than uh, an actual life. Um, homeschool. Homeschool and caught my eye, man. It's a lot of videos, a lot of funny things going on uh, with homeschooling, man. A lot of rules that these schools have. And, uh, class of 03 here, man, and I don't know if, if we would have jived with that, but some of the funny things, um, you know, kids got to be fully dressed. You had, you had parents in the background um, with, with no clothes on. You had kids out here eating breakfast on camera, things of that nature, parents in the back with uh, drug paraphernalia. Uh, you had the parents in the back with the whipping stick ready ready to go and be about that action. So a lot of funny things as far as that goes. And um, the bot wars. Uh, I am an avid shoe collector. Uh, I chase Jordans amongst other things. And I chase game systems. 
And the funny thing about that is now in this, this new bot age that we're in, anything exclusive, if you're just a regular guy with one, with one computer screen, you're probably going to end up with nothing. So anybody out there listening that uh, has the inside, the inside keys um, on the exclusive drops, get at your boy. So for me, uh, this big dog, uh, what caught my eye, uh, actually since the pandemic has, since we've been living in the pandemic, it's actually been the amount of people wearing masks versus the amount of people not wearing masks. I know when, uh, when the pandemic first kind of took took hold of the, of, the, of the country, it was kind of like taboo to wear a mask. Nobody really wanted to wear it. Nobody believed it. And I know the, the cases have been mounting and, you know, we've lost – uh, a significant amount of Americans to the disease, but I've seen a lot more people um, when I go out to the grocery store, I may make a run to Walmart or whatnot. I've seen a lot more people wearing masks as, a, as opposed to what it was when we first started. So I don't know if that's a good sign. Hopefully it's a trend in the right direction, but that that's something that caught my eye this weekend. Another thing, uh, I guess to kind of uh, f- finish up or follow up with the, uh, the homeschooling, the virtual schooling uh, topic, the support for educators, I think, needs to increase. If nothing else uh, has, has proven to be important during this pandemic, it is the importance of teachers. Uh, teacher pay is, is significantly low, and they are very, very, very underpaid. I feel like seeing this now, parents, there should not be a question on how much you support uh, your school. Trey, what caught your eye? Uh, no doubt, big dog. Those are great points, man. Great points. Uh, teachers do need more respect. <laughs> uh, I think what caught my eye today, uh, or I guess around the world since we uh, are recording today, is, man, you know, it is Suicide Prevention Month, um, and it's highlighted, and mental health is still relatively new and um, as far as being uh, getting the coverage it deserves. So definitely uh, we'll have some resources in the show notes. If you do need help, please Please, in this crazy time, uh, if, you, if, if you're able to, please seek help. Um, so we'll have resources for people that don't have insurance and for people that do have insurance because mental health is starting to be covered um, under people's health insurances. And on a lighter note, uh, I'm a guy with a different interest. Uh, my brother, Big Dog, and Cody will tell you that. And it's, and it's always funny when my, my homeboys that are gamers would get on me and make fun of me about the sneakers out and how I would miss out on kicks and Jordans or Reeboks, whatever it may be. And it was funny what happened last week and this week with with um, the Sony release and the play and, and the Xbox release of the bots uh, just gobbling up everything. And it was funny because Sony botched it and released it. Told what I, I don't know if they told them or if it was a mishap. They released them 30 minutes after the show, and then Xbox told people when they were going to release them, and that just gave the bots the opportunity to know, hey, we know where to be. Sites crashed. Uh, folks got had to get their money refunded back to them. So uh, please, guys, don't ever buy a console for resale unless it's never coming back out, which ain't going to never happen. Microsoft and Sony want these consoles in as many people's homes as possible. So these are not exclusive Jordans. These are not the Dornbecker 7s or some exclusive Olympics. Trust me, you're going to have plenty of chance to get a console. And uh, that leads me to my, uh, my my second to last topic is just, you know, protect your neck. Um, if, especially if we get that second STEMI check in the, the holiday season, please be careful, guys. 
Packages are being stolen. We already know it's a crazy time with theft and robbery during that time. Please travel in packs. Have somebody at the house waiting on packages. Um, just please be careful. We already know what's happening, how the postmaster and the administration is uh, bullying the postal service when it comes to the election. They go for your packages as too, uh, your packages as well, rather. Uh, and then LOL at Falcons fans. Like, <laughs> just LOL. Like, why are you still a Falcons fan? AKA, Get off that narcotic, cause uh, <laughs> cause you got at least you know. And then I think about it, the Falcons might might be like the Bills, <laughs> you know, cause at least you know you can make jokes about the Packers, but they got Super Bowls. The Patriots they got Super Bowls. Cowboys they got Super Bowls. You know, they got a good period to, to go back to. What what do the Falcons have? Dion left, took a pick back, celebrated on him. Lol. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then my last point before we go on is. The moral tax, like I said a couple of episodes ago, that black people have to pay is just wild. Uh, whether it's from Emmett Till to Fred Hampton to Tamir Rice, Freddie Gray, and Breonna Taylor, it's, it's just unfortunate that we have to live in this world and go through these un- injustices, man. Um, so, you know, the fight continues. It's going to go on forever. That's, that's definitely, the fight definitely goes on. Um, great words from everybody tonight. Before we transition on, or well, as we transition on to the NBA, before you start your topic on the NBA, I just want you all to, to give me Xbox or PlayStation when you, when you, when you come on and answer. Uh, for me, I'm probably not going to buy neither one of them unless my son wanted because I don't even play video games like that no more. But as far as the conference finals, uh, on the Western side, the Lakers are up 2-1 heading into game four last night. Denver pulled off um, – a win and held on to the win after the miraculous game Sunday night with the last second shot by AD. Um, right now tonight, we got game four of the Eastern Conference Finals going on, and it's in the third quarter, and Miami is up 64-58. to 58. So it's looking like we're going to get some exciting basketball going forward. Um, still holding on to Boston, even though it's not looking too good for them, and I'm still holding on to the Lakers, uh, doing what they need to do. Um, Maybe in five, possibly six games, I think they'll get Denver on out of here. So, first off, I, I started out being a PlayStation guy all my life, and then a game that's so near and dear to my heart came out. Halo came out of my college years. I spent a lot of spent a lot of nights playing Halo. Um, getting into these conference finals, things that caught my eye. I think the Lakers are extremely lucky to be up 2-1 in this series. It's kind of going under the radar a little bit because of the, the big Anthony Davis three-pointer. But if you really look at the games, they definitely should be down 2-1. I think they kind of came out They came out hot game one, um, the first game one that they've won, all playoffs. And I think everybody still not overlooking them necessarily, but thought it was going to be a runaway. Uh, some of the things that I saw uh, from the – the last couple of games is AD had two rebounds in a basketball game. AD is 6-11. That's not good. The Nuggets out-rebounded the Lakers 44-25. I mean, you just they want to be a physical a physical ball club, and they just wanted it more. And you, you could tell um, the Lakers tried to steal one at the end but <clears throat> ran out of gas. So, so I give kudos to, to Denver for just setting the physical tone. Um, I think the team that – that shoots and hits their open threes will probably win the series. I hope that's the Lakers, but we'll see. Um, 
transitioning to the heat. This is kind of more of like it's just gritty, kind of street street fight ball. It's not glamorous. It's not up and down. It's a lot of half court, uh, bring your lunch pail type of basketball because those are the type of guys you have. Those are the type of teams you have. Um, I think which which team's best player starts out the hottest. Um, I would say I think I think everybody would go um, Jason Tatum. And and on the Heat, you will go Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler is the one that probably is more most likely to start slow, just because he doesn't necessarily have to dominate the basketball. Although I think him him coming out uh, being aggressive offensively definitely sets a great tone for those guys um, to pull off uh, wins. And I'm still I'm still going Heat Lakers uh, for the finals. What you got, big dog? Although I'm mad at you that you're trying to leave me. Um, leave our Xbox community and go over to PlayStation and I want to fight you about it. Well, I mean, little fella, you can get these hands whenever you whenever you want. But uh, to answer Cody's question, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I think now uh, I am going to transition over to PlayStation. I've actually been trying to make that move for a couple of years. Uh, but with the PS5, I think it's not now's the time to strike. I guess uh, I'm tired. I'm I'm actually tired of Xbox. Uh, but like everybody, I guess everybody in the group. So what happened was I started out as PlayStation, but as as Pancho said, Halo took took hold of us in college, and I've been to Xbox ever since. But I am making a change to PlayStation for these finals, these conference finals. As I've said every show before, if I if I have to choose between my rival and the other team, give me the other team in the last slide. I don't care about the Celtics. I hope they lose every game by 100 points. Um, for the Lakers and the Nuggets, we gave the game away because uh, I am a Lakers fan. We gave the game away yesterday. We didn't match the intensity. Uh, we let Jamal Murray get whatever he wanted to get. But I still got the Lakers in five. Lakers versus Heat in the finals. Lakers in five in the finals. That's how I feel. What you got, Trey? Uh No doubt, Big Dog. Um, I guess to answer the question about the system, since that is going to be a um, – the holiday ticket item of the uh, 2020. Uh, really grew up on the, obviously my big brother, uh, Big Dog, as far as adopting the systems he did. Went to PlayStation, then PlayStation 2, and then uh, PS3, 360 drop. PS3 was way too expensive. So moms, I was gonna go with the lowest one. So was on 360 for a minute, then got an Xbox One in college, but then PlayStation just had them exclusives on deck. So transitioned to PlayStation, um, and I think 15, 16, what, like whatever year that was, kept my Xbox, obviously. Um, hopefully get both of the new systems, and then because I'm a nerd, I'm going to build a PC, too. No judgment. <clears throat> anyway, but uh, as far as the conference finals, um, I think that the Heat and the Celtics are going to go seven. Um, I can see the Heat beating them, uh, even though Gordon Hayward – Having that extra ball handler did help the Celtics. Uh, unless I think if Tatum make, takes that 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 jump, although he's only 22, then they can win. But I, I can see the Heat um, closing them out in seven because um, they're probably the better team, I guess, with the better bench. Uh, as far as the Lakers, uh, I it, I still think the Lakers going to win in in five, maybe six. The Nuggets are a good team, but I mean the more so more so what I want to say about them is and. I think Cody brought it up. I know Big Dog talks about it all the time. What const- what constitutes a superstar? 
Like that term gets thrown around so much nowadays when there's really what four teams left and there's only one superstar. And we know, we know that's Bron, but, and cause you know, and I know that uh, my take on it as far as the, the, the other host gave analysis, but it's just like people are, people are willing and ready to throw that best te- teammate Bron's ever had on AD. But it's like, unless Wade, you know, obviously he was dwindling down, I don't ever remember him just being this inconsistent game in and game out. You know, obviously, you know what he did in 06. And even those, well, I say those three and a half years with Bron, I won't count the last year because, you know, he was on his last legs, but, you know, with those knees. But, you know, I you know, just need AD to continually be consistent, you know. So I still think that they'll beat the Nuggets, but he, I don't, I don't think with the way the Heat are constructed, if they make it to the finals, that he's going to be able to have those bad games in and out. He needs to be consistent and dominant and aggressive throughout. So I can still see the Lakers and Heat in the finals coming up. I guess that'll be something to see. We got three Heat Lakers finals and then we got me hanging on to the Celtics. So I guess we will see. Moving along to the hot topic around Jackson. So we want to tie it in with the air fryer, which is also another hot topic amongst everybody. Um, so we were looking at Deion Sanders, recently hired by Jack State to be the football coach, and then we were looking at the air fryer, and we were talking about how Deion was a two-way player, and then also in baseball you have what is called the 5-2 player, and that, that constitutes a player that they can hit and get on base. They can hit for power, meaning they can drive in runs and hit home runs. That means they can – run, they mean they can get on base, steal bases, they're a good fielder, and then they can also have an arm to throw. So, um, for me, I did go with the air fryer. Um, there's a lot you can do with it. Um, they can win four chops, fries, nuggets, corn dogs, as we oh. find out Friday. <laughs> Broccoli. <laughs> Broccoli, whatever you, want, whatever you want to put in there. Cook it. Yes, yes, yes. I also want to give a shout out to some 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 old faithfuls. The microwave still here, still kicking. The oven still going. Then I got a couple of uh, I guess we can call them one hit wonders. The griddle, the George Foreman. I know some people say they have, but George Foreman ain't hitting how you see it. Then <laughs> your old, other old faithfuls, you got the toaster, waffle maker. Your fridge, you're going to always need that. And here, here's one that I said reminded me of the fullback in the NFL, the Friday. Think about it. Friday used to be the main thing. But now nobody like food or grease because it's hard to clean up. <laughs> and if you think about fullbacks, fullbacks, you know, they were, were a popular thing in football. You always need a fullback. It's good to have one, one, though. Also, <laughs> love the fullback like they used to. So, yeah, Friday. The Friday. What Boy, you got, bro? bro? That man took me back. That man took me back to them JSU <laughs> Bro, I, before Ponto chime in, bro, where did you pull Fry Daddy out from? Like, Fry <laughs> hasn't seen like Fry Daddy, bro. Like Fry Daddy. Don't 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 sleep on it. I got one under the cabinetry somewhere. Don't sleep on it. Oh um, my god. Hey man, it was yes, a wonderful piece, wonderful yes, piece of keep, equipment, bro. Keep you one. You're right. Keep you. Yeah. Hey, hey, keep it on deck, man. You got to keep the tulip, man. So, so I, I kind of went, I kind of went um, on a different path than my compadres here. I actually didn't compare Dion to baseball, as the assignment said, kids. You should do your assignments. Don't be like me. 
Um, so I compared the uh, to a basic old wooden spoon. Why a wooden spoon, you say, Pancho? Just listen to the things that a wooden spoon can do that you probably never thought of. So, lid venting. You can vent your lid. If you got a pot, it's, it's getting too hot, it's boiling over, it's steaming. Hey, you put that spoon in between there, you got yourself a, you got yourself a vent tool. Food shaping. You get your spoon, you know, shape your, shape your food. Whether you're eating some macaroni, whether you, you're trying to do some, whatever you're trying to do, we can shape it with your, with your wooden spoon. Uh, measuring. You need to measure some, that wooden spoon, you pull it out, it'll do that for you. Foam reducer. Here's a, here's a quick pro tip. Uh, if you're cooking rice and, you, and your foam is starting to boil over, if anything, it's kind of starting to boil over, put the wooden spoon across the top and it will not boil over. Don't ask me the mechanics of it. Just believe me. You can try it at home, kids. Um, the oil temp measurer. So if you got your fry daddy, you get the end of your wood spoon, you get it hot. Now, if you drop the, if, if you drop the, the, the handle of the spoon down and it bubbles, that means your grease is ready. Thank me later. I don't know that. That's an old school tip, you know. Um, so my thing was I kind of compared it to Dion being kind of a, a five-two football player. Now, now follow me here with this. A lot of people don't know Dion played wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys when Michael Irvin was out. I think the uh, 96 season. Did pretty good there. So got him at wide receiver. We know he was a cornerback. Um, probably the best that ever do it. I say he's the best pure cover corner guy I ever seen. Um, he was the traditional, you know, 6'1 long arms. Um, he had the type of speed that I guess you could say uh, legends are made of. You know, the 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 the, the tall tails, the Paul Bunions of speed. You know, Dion so fast, he outran the bullet type of things. Um, punt returner. He's an expert punt returner. And these two things, I think, were, were probably overrated with Dion. Drip King. Dion was the drip king. Dion had us doing stuff, man, in Little League. You come out, you get your bandana. You know, now we rocking bandanas on here. You know, we're we not even gangbanging. We just, I got on my red or my blue. I don't, it don't matter what neighborhood I'm from because we just trying to play a little ball. Back then, we just trying to keep the, keep the wave juice out of our face. Uh, so Drip King, man, he had us spatting. He had us putting headbands over our necks. You know, think about that, guys. I wore a headband on my neck, you know, because I saw Prime do it. And he was the dancer. You know, literally, you get you get kicked out the game. Your daddy probably yell at you. But um, I'm scooping and scoring, and I'm doing that dance. I'm going to dance, you know. So, you know, he was the original. Look good, play good, feel good. They pay good guy. So that that's why I went with, with, with my Dion, man, um, you know, uh, for me, probably just the best. I, I would say in the pantheon of the upper echelon of Hall of Fame guys, man, I mean, Dion is what we call in football circles that guy. Tidbit before I transition to, to my compadre, uh, he called me me a uh, little guy earlier and asked me about a fade. I am 6'4", 265, so <laughs> I don't want anybody to get it twisted. And even with him being six four two sixty five, he still is a little guy to me. But anyway, so for okay, me, big uh, the kitchen appliance that I chose to compare Dion to, 
because I actually, I am the person that does what he's supposed to do on the podcast. I am the resident good guy. Um, I compared him to an Instapot because an Instapot actually serves as a pressure cooker, a slow cooker, rice cooker, steamer, food warmer, five-tool player, five-tool appliance. The impact of Deion Sanders, um, as Poncho laid out his accolades prior, Deion fit everything you wanted in a football player to play cornerback. He fit everything, every description that you could think of. Him being a coach, we don't know yet, but his signing and his um, introduction was a theme to behold. Uh, the school the, in the capital city, Jackson State University, they de- they definitely are all about the pump and circumstance, uh, and, and they did they do it with flair. It's a match made in heaven because he was flamboyant, flashy. They are flamboyant, cocky, arrogant, flashy. Uh, think they're don't stink, but you know, hey, that's just me, the resident Valley guy, P five four farm. Shout out, it'll be what you got, Trev. <laughs> H HBCUs, man, got a lot of robberies, man. Um, I think uh, as far as for me for Dion, um, you know, obviously. Um, his accolades, you know, you can Google them, so I don't need to go over those. They are there, man. But as far as for what the assignment called for, as Big Dog said, <laughs> I agree with Cody. But nowadays, because technology moves just as fast as Dion did, the double basket air fryer. Yeah, 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 double the trouble, man. Play offense and defense all at the same time, just, just like Prime, Bo Jackson, Kyler Murray, you know, going back to Sammy Ball, Red Grange, all them guys, man, all the great two-way athletes. And another one that how guys evolve, just how us guys in sports evolve, the waffle maker, but with the one-flip feature. So now that you, you can make omelets, you can make cinnamon rolls, and obviously waffles, like, clutch. Like, just got one the other day. Wondrous. Uh, and uh, an oldie but goodie, obviously, as Cody already said, the toaster. I mean, you can't go wrong with the toaster. From toast to bread, especially when you don't feel like throwing it in the oven, you leave it in, you leave it in the oven too long, you burnt, now you're in trouble with mom and dad. Uh, no, no, just go ahead and throw it in the toaster, two, three minutes, <laughs> boom, you're done. So I know we're going to get into um, – Dion's impact, especially with us, with all with all of us being from Mississippi and being from Jackson and seeing his impact. So I know Cody went to Jackson State, man. So I want to ask you, my question was, do you think that we've seen reports of him having, you know, because he's always had the gift of gab. Um, to me, I think he's going to be more so like a dabble-like guy where he may not be like Belichick or Saban. We're just going to dial up X's and O's, which obviously he knows football, but, you know, he, he's got that ability to sell. Always, always been that way. So my question, Cody, do you think, what you going to Jack State, do you think that he's going to have that LeBron effect to what, to downtown Jackson, if he's able to turn the program around? So, yeah, um, taking the first part uh, with Dion and the football side, looking forward to it. Uh, we've already seen what he's bringing to the table. He's going to bring a lot of energy, a lot of, uh, prime time, you know, as he's known as, he, he's definitely going to look to get the program jumping and going right away. Um, Jacksonians are excited. 
I'm pretty sure all you are aware of it. Like I said, you go, you guys being from Jackson, you know, pretty sure you've seen people all over the place or had somebody texting, calling, talking about it. So it's a lot of excitement around Dion. A good time for Jack State right now. Um, I do see him being more in the mode of the Dabo, as you said, and me and you have discussed it before. Uh, as far as the impact on the city, yeah, it can, it can be huge. Uh, with Jack State, as it's located right down the street from downtown Jackson, right. has a big, big opportunity for the city of Jackson, Jack State University, um, a lot of the businesses to do great things and, and, and see a lot of growth from this. Uh, Dion is already showing, as we've seen on social media, that he's amongst the people. He wants to be around the people. No mask. And, (laughs) yeah, unfortunately, he's not wearing a mask. But, yeah, he's out here showing us that there's something he's he's seeming to be genuine about. So, yeah, looking to see what happens with the team going forward, looking to see what happens around the city. Um, I can just say these first three days have been a total whirlwind with Dion here in Jackson. What you got, Pancho? So, so I think, um, you know, first off, man, I, I think about the move is historic. Um, that's that's probably the first thing that, that jumped in my mind as far as what it can do, not only for Jackson State, but other HBCUs and it's just showing kids. And I think you, you, you kind of starting to see um, the awareness of some of these kids, because one thing that we understand about sports, um, we say that is amateurism, but with the amount of money involved, I think we, we tend to know better. But if, if you go, they will, they will come. You know, that's, that's whether that's football or, or basketball. Um, if you have the talent, the money, the, the analysts, the, the coaches, everybody's going to follow, you know, the money. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to trickle into – uh, to the programs and coming from the program that's going to trickle into the community. So, man, I, I think it's huge, man. Um, I think he's going to bring with that, with that experience and that name, you know, cause like I said, he's, he's in the upper echelon of the upper echelon. He's not just, Hey, this is a pro football player or hall of famer that guys know. I mean, this is prime time Deion Sanders that we're talking about. So, I can only imagine, uh, you know, when me and Big Dog was was playing football at Merle, if prime time coming to your practice, prime time coming into your mama house, man, we going to Coach Prime. I don't even want to go nowhere else. I don't even want to talk to nobody. If Prime come to me, I'm coming. I, I see uh, he already came with a with a big transfer. Um, this guy, native Jackson Provine, Javor Selman. Um, he's a three-star corner, and you know it just—it just, just kind of signifies something that I think uh, your Mississippi states and your old misses and your southern misses—you kind of need to be aware. You need to prepare for it because it's going to be hard. You know, I, we don't know what the staff is going to look like, but you know, he come in your house. Deion Sanders come in your house, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he gonna charm you. You know, I think I think he has that type of <clears throat> that type of charisma, and like like the other. Uh, everyone else uh, agree with, you know, kind of that dabble effect. You know, maybe maybe not uh, going to be super technical X and O guy, like, maybe you know, as far as calling the offense and everything like that. But as far as just going in, recruiting, turning the program around quickly, I think it's going to be great. Um, one thing I do look for is it's kind of interesting because now Dion is the biggest fish and the smallest pun that you can have. So everywhere he goes, you know, Jaws are dropping, you know. It's, that's Dia. That's Dia, and and news news travels fast, you know. Oh, Dion was in Walmart today, so it's the honeymoon, man. And and I hope he come out, um, comes out firing, 
And um, I think he'll have a good opportunity uh, this coming spring to to do some great things and uh, go ahead and beat Valley to death and Alcorn to death. And, and yes, I said it. Although I went to Southern Miss, it's JSU all day, baby. That's fine. That's 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 fine. You can you can rep D I love, but if forever for me, it's gonna be D I loathe. Uh, the thing about Jackson State and, and <laughs> Dion, what, what Dion needs to understand, it's rough in the sweat, and that's not just a saying. That's a lifestyle. Uh, I can tell you this as a as a guy that never missed a Jackson State game as a kid. One thing about it. The true blue faithful, not the people posing for pictures, not the people talking about we got prime sign, not the people talking about that old weak slogan he done came up with some I believe, like he just this devout Christian follower. No, 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 no. What I'm talking about is let Dion uh, come out the gates with a six and five or a five and six record. They gonna want his butt out the door. That's just how Jackson State is. That's what they believe in. You can ask my OG Cody, who's on the don't believe He knows. Hey, I don't believe I, we done we done seen it too many times. It's they true. don't believe. It's they true. don't believe. They don't believe. They stink. So what I'm telling you is, Dion, <laughs> prime time. Don't care. Look, it's the thing about it, guys. Is what we gotta say. Everybody wanna kiss his butt and all these accolades. Yeah, as a player, as a player, yeah. But this the thing, bro. They don't care about number wins. This is a school that has won two games several times. Yes, Valley is the doormat of the sweat. Jackson State don't even feel like they're the doormat of the sweat. They can win one game, and they still feel like they're supposed to win all of them. I'm just telling you how the fans feel. I'm just telling you what the impact he, he needs to bring. I don't, I don't care about no dancing. I don't care about no darn band coming into play. You know, the Sunny Boom is the best band in the swag. I will say that. And, and before I finish, I'll let my brother get in on this. But as a person that, like I said, as a person that used to frequent their games, this pump and circumstance is going to wear off, buddy. As soon as they, as soon as they lose one game to Alcorn, lo and behold, they lose to Southern Nevada, it's a wrap. That's all I'm saying. Prime time. Uh, Big Dog is 100% right. We frequented those games with our mother and father during the glory years. Jackson State fans are like Laker fans. They always expect them to be on top. They hate the losing, and they expect the results. They don't care what Deion did at Florida State, what he did with the Cowboys. That was in the 20th century. What you going to do in 20, 2021? That is a great point. Uh, but for me, uh, I, want, I, I want to ask Cody, because I know he's an engineer, man. So I know they say that, you know, of course, uh, I got a frat brother that, was in Cleveland when Bron got drafted. You know, he's from there. And he talked about Bron's effect. He talked about Bron. Oh, what's up? And, and, what, and what fraternity would that be? Uh, the greatest fraternity uh, known to man, Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, Bark. <laughs> Rue. But, yeah, man, so he said that Bron's effect was where, you know, Usher's from Cleveland. And you may see him maybe once or twice, but then once Bron got there, you saw everybody, you know, so I know it won't be to that effect, but let me ask you, Cody, as an engineer, do you think that the Metro Center is a possible destination for this new stadium that people always talk about and been clamoring for? I, I do think it's a possible destination. I think the key would be um, you, you're going to need a lot of planning beforehand. It's going to take a lot of preliminary work, understanding what type of material that's over there um, in the Metro Center parking lot, because most of us have seen it. You know, I'm, I'm not sure how, 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 how recent it has been for um, 
Puncho and Big Dog, but that parking lot is rough on your car. Uh, a lot of hills, a lot of up and downs. So oh yes, it's it's going to take a lot of um, restructuring that parking lot. A lot of um, digging out dirt. A lot of uh, busting up the existing Metro Center as it is right now. So it's going to take a lot of work. Going to take a lot of money, a lot of dedication. But like I say, folks are riding high right now. So this may be the time to get that ball rolling and get it going. Um, Highway 80, Highway 18 corridor needs it, and uh, they could definitely use it. What you got, Punch Cody, I wanted to ask you this, man. We've always heard the rumors of a possible um, stadium being on campus, uh, even closer than the Metro Center. What, what do you think about that? Uh, I think that would be wonderful, uh, just going to different universities who have home campus stadiums. It is... It's, 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 out the, it's, out, it's out this world. Like you can't you can't beat that atmosphere of having the game on campus, having the alumni on campus, having the students, um, which unfortunately have to travel to Memorial now. It's not a far distance, but yeah, it, it's it's definitely one of the things that, uh, if if possible, it, it would be definitely great to have that campus on stadium, have the stadium on campus. I, I think um, I, I kind of disagree with Big Dog as far as you know if he goes five and six, six and five. I think I think um, the more studious fans would understand that these are not his guys. Now you know, great coaches they say they can they can beat you with yours or beat beat you with with theirs. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, so I, I think you're going to have an uptick, but but I also think you know you're probably going to see a quick turnaround as far as the guys that's going to come in, JUCO guys, to kind of upstart upstart the program as far as winning. Um, so. Um, like like you were saying, Cody, um, as far as having it on campus, man, I, I think that would, you know, as, you know, I, I went to Southern Miss and, man, it's, it's nothing like walking out of the dorm and, and going down, you know, walking, you know, two minutes to, to a football game, man. It's hard to beat that atmosphere. I think um, they're going to benefit from, you know, having having um, facilities, man. I think facilities, facilities is one of the things to me that, that kind of, um, sets HBCUs and um, other, you know, the, the bigger universities apart. So that revenue that I believe that can be generated uh, by things like this, man, I, I think that'd be great. Well, yeah, man, I agree. Um, as far as his impact, um, it'll be interesting to see how long he stays. Um, what's the ramifications of the stadium being paid for? I know at state, at, Miss, at Mississippi State where I went, uh, we had the renovations in 2014, and all of a sudden we started seeing charges on our accounts for capital improvement. And we already knew where that where that came from to pay for those suites. Mm-hmm. And yep. it just and, and 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 Mississippi State was just fortunate enough that that happened to be you know the one shining moment type year that 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 Peyton Hill is here. <laughs> so you know, uh, no, it's gonna be funny while all the adjectives, superlatives, if you want to say. Yeah. Uh, but I guess just to transition us all to the end, uh, as always, you can always follow us on the ESPN Pigskin Pick'ems. Um, I think uh, Big Dog won this week, right? It was actually a tie. Uh, Cody, uh, Cody and I actually tied with the with 16 points, right, Cody? That's correct. So, I mean, week, week two, we had seven players finish with 13 or more correct wins. Uh, two players again. It was myself and Big Dog. Came sixteen and all, but the but the win with the Big Dog by default because actually on the show last week I picked the Patriots and not the Seahawks, but some kind of way. And on on the fantasy app, I did pick uh, 
<laughs> the uh, Seahawks to win. So they gave Big Dog the win last week. Congrats to him. He's also at the top of the group right now with 27 correct, and I'm sitting behind him at 20 seats. And I, I know that, you know, this isn't a part of what, what views from the underground right? support. However, I did go perfect on my on my picks in another form just to, uh, you know, bring in some more money. <laughs> All right. Well, as far as for our week three picks, uh, let's see. Um, we, um, we all had uh, New England over uh, – Vegas, we had Cleveland over Washington, uh, over the football team. Um, we had Philadelphia over the Bengals. We got the Rams over the Bills. We got Tennessee over the Vikings. We got the Colts over the Jets. We got the Chargers over, uh, I think they played Carolina. Um, shout out to Tyrod Taylor. Jesus. Um, we got I think Poncho picked the Cowboys, but everybody else had the Seahawks over the Cowboys. We had the Bucks over the Broncos. Uh, we had the Ravens over KC, which will probably be the best matchup of the of the Monday night, um, well of the week rather. We got Green Bay over the Saints in the Dome. Uh, we got Kyler; he gonna scoop Murray <laughs> and the Cardinals over the Lions. And we got. Hey, Trev, before you get that last pick, who what, what, you just said he going to school. Where did you hear that phrase? Wow, so much hubris. Uh, the Niners over the Giants. Uh, Kyler going to school came from a little inside joke for me and my brother when we talked football, and I was deciding who to pick between uh, Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, who are having lights-out years two weeks into the season. So I had, had a pick, and I was saying, well, Russell playing against New England, they still may win, but New England's got a good defense as far as coaching. <laughs> but he said, yeah, that's true. But Kyler going to scoot. And Kyler going to scoot. He scooted Sunday, and he going to be scooting the rest of the year. That dude is special. So, nah, man, uh, like I said, definitely follow us uh, on the Pitchkin Pick'ems. You all can join on, on the ESPN Pitchkin Pick'ems. I'm going to kick it over to Cody. So, yeah, we want to give our quick thoughts on a couple games. The two games we want to focus on is – the Bills and Rams, and then we're going to talk about the Ravens and Chiefs on Monday night. So with the Bills and Rams, the Rams decided to stay on the East Coast uh, again after their win this past weekend, so they'll be in Buffalo. Uh, I'm looking forward to that game. You got got, um, Josh Allen going up against a defensive front that's shown that they're ferocious with Aaron Donald leading the way, so Definitely looking forward to that one and seeing who comes out on top. And then with the Chiefs and Ravens, I think everybody probably hoping for Chiefs-Rams from a couple seasons ago, part two, where it was a shootout on Monday night and folks were in love with it. And, again, you got two quarterbacks like um, my homeboy and then you got uh, Lamar. Should be an exciting game. Puncho, what you got? So – Man, I think we're going to have two great games um, to start off with. Um, I'll go with Bills-Rams. So I look at the Bills, and, man, Josh Allen reminds me of Cam Newton, a young Cam Newton, man, just big, strong kid with the big arm. Um, The accuracy is kind of hit or miss. But I love what the Bills did, man. They said, okay, I'll tell you what, we're going to go get you a legit, bona fide, number one wide receiver that's a dog. 
Stefan Diggs is a DAWG, route runner, connoisseur, everything you can want in the number one man. And, and, and he put it on display last week. So the, the talent that they have offensively on their team, to me, has been impressive. Um, and it's equal to that, that it's, uh, the defense that they have, man, and one of the best defenses in the league. And I look at the Rams, and I think the Rams are kind of back as far as uh, a couple of years ago, man, they, the scheme and the play calling has been um, what we have come to know from Sean McVay. But I think what, what's going to hold them back again is if you get on top of them, if they have to play from behind, and you make Jared Goff have to get a shotgun and you kind of take that, take the, the training wheels uh, away from them as far as uh, what you can do scheme-wise, I think he kind of reverts back and kind of looks like Jimmy G. So I go with the Bills there. Um, now I don't know what to say about Kansas City and the Ravens. I, to be honest with you, I really don't. Um, I'm going to go with Kansas City because they're the champs. Not much to say about those two teams. Um, special uh, comes to mind as far as the coaches and the quarterbacks. I'm going to give the Chiefs a, an edge um, because I think they have a couple more special type of um, defenders. And I, I think I'm going to go that route. So let me let me get Casey, Casey in, a, in a nail biter. Mm. What you got, big yeah. dog? Nail biter. Hmm, that's interesting. So for me, the Rams and the Bills, I'm a notorious guy for not being on the Josh Allen bandwagon, so I'm not gonna start now. Uh I still he needs to prove it to me. And then, Aaron Donald Aaron Donald is my favorite uh defensive player in the league right now. So shout out to the real A D. I know I'm saying it tongue in cheek, because the other A D in Los Angeles only had two freaking Okay, we're going to go – we're on football, I'm sorry. Uh, but, no, I'm picking the Rams because I feel like the Rams are the better team in that. Uh, also, for the KC-Baltimore game, I'm going Ravens because I think the Ravens are a better team collectively. They can run the ball. Lamar is more accurate this year. He's taking more chances. And he's more playing more, more within the scheme. And we still haven't seen a Lamar Jackson-esque game. So, that's my pick. Greg, what you got? Nah, big dog, 110%, man. Uh, Josh Allen may look like Cam, but let's see if he can be consistent like him when healthy. Uh, so it looks good. You know what I'm saying? It looks good now, but, you know, I think they're about to get into the tough part of their schedule at least. So if he can be consistent, then maybe me and big dog are lit up off his neck. Until then, you still Jaheim Allen to me, buddy. Uh, so I'm going to take the Rams just because I feel like Sean McVay, I agree with Poncho. He's he, he figured out how to adapt his system after he got exposed by Belichick. And I think Jared Goff has grown, too. I think he got exposed as far as uh, not, you know, where Belichick basically exposed him where he wasn't really knowing how to diagnose the play once the, once the timer went out in his helmet. So I think he's grown this year. And they solidified their offensive line. Never disrespect the big uglies up front, man, on both sides. They are the key to any football game you're going to watch. Trust me. Uh, and then as far as uh, the Chiefs and Ravens, I'm like I'm like Cody. Great teams, black quarterback stand up. All I want is Chiefs, Rams, 2.0. That's all I want. <laughs> so I thought I did the basic numbers and pro football, the hell with you, full focus. No, all I want is Chiefs, Rams, 2.0 on Monday night. That's all I want. Uh, so those are two games, man. And I guess just to segue into the dad tips, I wanted to get Cody's take on – some I saw on Twitter, uh, especially with uh, us having three dads on the um, on the show, and with me being a younger guy, I have a lot of 
friends around my age that are new dads. So, Cody, before the other two uh, hosts give their dad tip, man, let me ask you, out of the diaper genie and the wipe warmer, are they necessary? Are they overrated, underrated? What are they? So the only one that we had was a gift, um, the diaper genie. Started off using it in the beginning, but eventually you just start taking plastic bags and putting them thing and tying them up. So that's that's basically gonna be the rest. <laughs> of it. If, if someone buys Absolutely. one, if someone buys one for you, yes, the diaper genie does come in handy. Um, you still gotta go buy bags for it and all that good stuff. So don't buy it yourself. Let somebody buy it for you, and then make sure you get some plastic bags because you're gonna need them jokers because the Pampers <laughs> do get rough. Sheesh. I I tell you what, man. Um, if it's a gift, I've, I've enjoyed them both. But like uh, Cody said, man, you know, after a while, you're just going to start throwing throwing stuff in the bag and taking it out. Um, that diaper genie, man, it'll get, that thing will get backed up on you. Next thing you know, you got you got pampers that have burst out of, out of there, man, and it gets disgustingly nasty in there. Um, my kids enjoyed the warmer, man. They enjoyed the warmer. You know, I have I have two, two girls, and, and, and they enjoyed it. Um, even even still, you know, you get to the point where that thing is, hey, you it might not have water in it, so you know it, it's not it's not keeping uh it's not keeping warm. Um, everything's great when when you get it as a gift. Um, after your first child, throw all that stuff away. Get you some scented bags, people. Get you some scented bags. Get the diaper out, tie it up, toss it in your regular trash can. You got a big dog. I know you got a list. Well, I do have a list, bro. Uh, since I'm the one with the most kids on the show combined. Com- combined. Uh, yeah, we don't need to get into the details. However. <laughs> no details. However. Uh, <laughs> no, no details. However. Uh, I agree with my guys. Uh, they said first, uh, if it's a gift, you keep it and you use it and do what you got to do with it. But if you got to... The most thing, as my as as my brother said earlier, his his friends are new dads, and new dads that happen to listen to the pod don't waste your money on those frivolous items. Buy diapers, buy wipes, and buy socks. <laughs> That's all you need to buy. The diaper genie, to me, is a waste of time. The bottle warmer, yeah, it, 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 you can use it, but man, you're gonna find yourself making that bottle and putting that joke <laughs> in the microwave. That's all you're gonna do. I'm just trying to say, I'm just trying to save you some money because I'm telling you right now that milk is expensive and them diapers are are are, are equally expensive. Big so, thanks. And, and just save your money and, and put it towards something that your baby gonna need and use. Hey, big big dog! I want to laugh at something that you said about the uh, about the bottle warmer. Listen, you know we all start off, especially when you get your first child. That first child is the most pampered thing in America, people. I mean, you just want to do everything right. You just once you get to child number two, and you got to figure it out a little bit. That baby kind of don't have the same opportunities, you know. That's that's just your little other little baby. You know, you might not even call that baby by their name. It's just your little baby. But absolutely. You're gonna you're gonna warm that bottle up in the microwave. And people are gonna tell you, oh no, the microwave is terrible. Don't do hey, when you got kids screaming at you at one or two o'clock in the morning, you go into that microwave. That bottle warmer, when you have to chunk it. Well see, that well see, before we end, that that is if 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 you're listening to us now, I think it was episode three, my my dad tip was 
Pre-make your bottles, have your there bottles you ready. Same, same thing as have your money ready. Have so your you money don't want, ready. You don't, you don't want to be waiting to the end of the darn night to be Absolutely. fighting with that microwave and that bottle. I'm, the oh, bottle, I'm telling you what That's I know. Real. I don't broke. I have a temper, guys. I've broken things. Not you. I, I've thrown things against the wall because it, it didn't help me in a timely fashion. Listen. First kid, you're going to get a lot of gifts. You're going to have everything on your baby register. Every, man, by the time that baby's year old, that stuff ain't no good. Don't spend your money on it. Just toss it and spend your money on diapers, wipes, and socks. Thank you. Thank you. Wise Thank words, man. Wise words. Thank you. Wise Thank words you. from all the dads. I think one of my homeboys, who's a new dad, definitely, he definitely took Big Dog's tip about getting the bottles ready. So, so shout out. He said shout out. He, he, he want me to tell you thank you. Hey, Trey, what, Trey, what you plugging this week? Man, I'm uh, so appreciate that, Big Dog. Keep it coming. But, You're uh, welcome. But, man, nah, going back, as far as my plug, like I said, uh, we'll have uh, – resources in the show notes about suicide prevention for people that don't or mental health um, or therapy for people that don't have insurance do have insurance uh, but then also just quick went back to what we talked about in the previous episode about uh, baseball putting their money where their mouth is about promoting more black people um, especially with, the, with like with the dwindling participation uh, Clinton Yates of the undefeated on ESPN he wrote a great article about baseball putting 10 million dollars in a uh initiative and it's looking like they're actually putting their money where their mouth is finally so i'll put that in the show notes too take it away cody all right we thank you all for listening to views from the underground you can find and subscribe to the show on anchor apple podcast spotify google play or wherever you get your favorite podcast rate us and review us stay tuned for our next show we look to give you all a new episode soon uh we out of here prime time uh, what is I got? Oh, it was one more thing. I forget. But anyway, we out of here. We out. Tw- Twitter account. We out. <laughs> follow, follow Dion Sanders. That's what you follow. <laughs> follow Dion Sanders <laughs> and follow the Twitter account. <laughs> Peace.